0: Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lentzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Jason Franklin. Jason is the Director of Emergency Services here at CCMH. And Jason, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. We're talking to Jason because we're talking about Emergency Nurses Week. Uh, and uh, I think uh, maybe where I'd like to start today, Jason, is to talk just briefly about the difference between EMTs, paramedics, And emergency nurses Mm -hmm. because they're not the same.
1: No, they're not. No, Um, EMT. It kind of starts from a basic to to more advanced as you talk about EMTs um, can do basic life support, CPR. You know, they can help and assist the paramedic. Um, The paramedic is where it kind of gets into advanced care, Um, advanced airways, uh, such as intubation, that kind of stuff. Starting at IVs, giving medications. Um, Those are the two biggest differences. Uh, from EMT to paramedic and then you get up to the emergency nurse which is you know EMTs and paramedics are trained to treat patients in an acute setting for a very short period of time Um, and they don't always generally look at the whole patient and kind of the the underlying factors of why the patient is having the symptoms they're having Um, they they they're based on I'm gonna act based on what I see uh, the nurse takes a more advanced approach and says, "Okay, what we got this under control. The patient's breathing, their heart rate's okay. Um, what? How are we going to? What's? What else is going on to cause these symptoms? Uh, metabolic processes, you know, blood sugars with our diabetic patients." Um, how are we gonna address those? Um, blood clots, what's causing it? And, and so it's a more holistic view. Um, we do use paramedics. They are more than capable of caring for patients in the emergency setting. Um, they just practice a little bit differently than nurses do.
0: So let's talk about that for just a second because uh-huh. obviously the training for all of those different occupations is different. Yes. But let's talk specifically about the training for emergency nurses because that just is isn't just an RN there are other things that go along with that.
1: Right. Um, You know, when you, I was fortunate enough when I graduated from nursing school, I was working in a large trauma center that had a um, a kind of a orientation program. um, And they took 10 people a year and trained them for 12 to 16 weeks on, um, the biggest thing about emergency nurses is recognition of symptoms when patients show up. Um, You could, put three different nurses in a row and from all different med surge, clinic, and ED, and the patient's going to come and say, I have a headache. Well, that's going to mean very different things to all three people. Um, med surge might think that, yeah, I have a headache. Well, they've already been, the acute problems have been, so it's just a headache. Clinic, you know, okay, how long have you been having these? ED nurse is going to say, okay, is it how, give, describe the headache. Is it a stroke? Is it just a headache? What else could be going on? Um, so it's, a, it's just a different viewpoint. And the, the training, you know, advanced ACLS for um, heart, uh, heart codes, that kind of thing, uh, for cardiac issues. Um, we have TNCC for trauma, uh, which is Trauma Nurse Core Competency, I believe. I forget what the last C is. I apologize. It's of course, or competency. Um, and then we have PALS, which is Pediatric Advanced Life Support for Cardiac. Um, so it's all about recognition. It's a recognition and early action. Um, and ED nurses have a different autonomy um, than some other areas. You know, surgery is black and white. Yeah. Um, in the ER, it's gray. And so, you know, with the relationship with the physicians in the ED, their nurses are allowed to practice and kind of act on what they see and their knowledge base and be able to treat quicker um, than maybe some of the other specialties.
0: And from what you're telling me, it sounds like they're kind of a detective. They're, a little bit. I'm, I mean, so they, yeah. they have clues and so they're gonna to try to figure
1: out exactly
0: what yeah. the case is.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, you know, I think every nurse is that. Every nurse from a school nurse to clinic, to med-surg, to OB, ED, everybody's a little bit of a detective. Um, ED is a little more acute um, because the the line between good and bad can sometimes be very very close to the edge, and so um, they, it's just a different reaction time. It's just, a you know, they're not special. You know, all nurses care for patients, and and nurses care for the whole patient. Um, It's just how we act initially um, that really kind of makes the difference, and, you know, in hiring new nurses, but, you know, when I'm doing that, um, recognition is the biggest part of what I'm looking for, and, you know, during the discussion, you can usually tell um, nurses who have different experience and who's going to work and who's not Um, but you know like in anything you find the right person with the right abilities you can teach them to do anything.
0: My guest on the podcast today is Jason Franklin. Jason is the emergency services director here at CCMH. We're talking about emergency nurses week. I I, I guess maybe the next question I'd have for you is what do you think the biggest challenge is in being
1: an emergency room nurse? You know I would—I guess before the pandemic, I would have had one answer, but the—the the answer that I think I have is um, there's just so many people um, seeking care. Um, you know, is it, sometimes it's a good use of our, our resources, sometimes, you know, maybe they would have been a better served somewhere else. But we're always here 24-7, anytime anybody needs anything. Um, but with the pandemic, you know, the the shortage of nursing um, seems to be hitting EDs fairly significantly. Um, and we're the first line of anybody coming into a hospital. In any hospital, the ED is usually the majority of the front door. You know, different size hospitals have different, you know, metrics. But... The ED is generally the front door. Um, and no matter what, that's where they're coming. Um, you know, we're, we're here, we're open 24-7. We're gonna give the, the best care we can to anybody that shows up regardless of condition or situation or anything like that. Um, we're here to keep our patients safe. Um, So, you know, just in any kind of circumstance, um, it's a safe place to come and they'll get the best care we can give them. Um, But, you know, from an ED nurse, it's it's a challenge because there's such a a growth in the population that are seeking care. Mm Um, some of it's just education, you know, so, if you know, com- more communica- community resources around education and health awareness might help that, um, but the ED's doing that as we care for our patients. So that's probably the biggest challenge is the volume and then the, the more care we're having to give from education all the way through the advanced skills. So let's talk about that for uh-huh. a second
0: because I think in any given shift in the emergency department, I'm mm-hmm. sure that an emergency department nurse is... Called on to do so many varied things mm-hmm. because of the way that patients present in Correct. the in the emergency department. Yep, can you talk about that for just a second?
1: Sure. Uh, you know, anybody that comes with chest pain, we're we're gonna react. We got there's EKG, labs, X-rays. There's just things we're gonna do. Um, and sometimes that catch people, catches people off guard because they don't feel like it's that serious. So um, it's there again that health education of recognizing your own symptoms and, and yourself and understanding them and be able to um, react accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, headaches and strokes—that you know—it's the same thing. You, we catch people off guard. Um, simply taking your medication like you're supposed to. You know, it's it's a, a lot of education. So. It really, it's so different, and, and that's what I enjoy about the ED. It's different every day. I mean, some things are the same, but it's different every day. Um, you get to, you meet people, you get to meet them where they are um, and help make their lives better. Um, because, you know, you know, I'm having a bad day, but they're in the ED, so they're having a worse day than I am. <laughs> um, so, or I'm having a great day, you know, and you try to pass that along to your patients no matter what's going on in your life. You, you know, you're there to give them care, treat the whole person, Treat the family along with them. Treat the you know siblings, neighbors, whoever's with them. Right. You know you're treating the family and and friends as much as you are the patient.
0: My guest on the podcast today is Jason Franklin. Jason is the director of emergency services here at CCMH. We're talking about Emergency Nurses Week. Uh, how many cases do we see at CCMH, say, on a weekly or monthly basis?
1: Um, let's see. Uh, we see about seventeen a day. Uh, Last month was just over 500 visits for the month. Wow. Um, August is a little bit bigger. It's grown. You know, the Delta variant kind of the news came out. And I think people, some people are seeking care just because they want to get tested. It happens. Um, But we are seeing cases. um, People just see it and want to get tested, but they're also having symptoms as well. The majority of people are symptomatic and, and having coughs and fevers. We are having a, a, a smaller number, which is, it's actually lessening now that just want to be swabbed because of what they saw in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of pediatrics lately, um, RSVs around, strep is around, you know, the masks helped with all this stuff. But now that they're off again, we're seeing a little bit more of these other things, which had disappeared during COVID because of the mask. So, you know, wearing the mask is helping in other ways, not just keeping you safe from COVID. So... Anyone who's listening to
0: the podcast today, who's considering a uh, a career in healthcare, mm-hmm. and thinking after our discussion, hey, you know, maybe emergency department nursing would be a really great career option for me. Uh-huh. Maybe you could also talk for just a minute about some of the some of the good aspects, some of the mm-hmm. the um, the rewarding aspects of being an emergency
1: department nurse. I think the biggest one is the autonomy. Uh, it, it's a different relationship with the physician. Um, in larger EDs, there's multiple physicians, but smaller ones like Crawford County, you know, our critical access, and even some of our smaller community hospitals, it's one doc and then the group of nurses one nurse, two nurse, whatever that may be. Um, you have that relationship, but then you also have the autonomy to treat, um, draw blood, um, you know, swab. You know, stuff, you know, basic you know, nausea, giving something for nausea if you have that relationship with the doctor you, you know what they're going to order and you, you have that so you can get and treat the patient where they are right then, give them some relief, give them some comfort um, from the symptoms while we're starting their treatment. Um, I, I think that's the most rewarding thing is depend on how you know, as a nurse you want to practice and what, what you want to get out of it um, for me it's that autonomy, it's that relationship, it's that ability to meet the patient where they are Um, treat them and get them in a better place because you know some people come in on the brink and you know we're able to treat them and get them stabilized and you know the relief on the family and friends face as well as the patient and know that you made a difference right then Um, but as an ED nurse you also have to remember you're not always going to get instant gratification It's it's, you're going to treat them they're going to go home and then you might see them again and then you know they might say hey it's not about the thank yous it's about um your practice and yourself and what you bring to the table and what you get out of it because you can't count on somebody to tell you, hey, you did a great job. Um, it's it's about it's about yourself. So um, the confidence, the to be autonomous, it's scary sometimes. You know, you get patients in with symptoms that you're like, oh my gosh. But, you know, it's that you have to have that confidence um, and be willing to learn. You know, I've been doing this for what 10 or 11 years now and I learn all the time. I ask doctors questions. I ask other people questions and just kind of be a sponge for what you see around you and just makes you better.
0: My guest on the podcast this week has been Jason Franklin. Jason is the director of emergency services here at CCMH. And Jason, thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm Don Lintzman, executive director of marketing and development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.